0: Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Psalm 51, a very well-known penitential psalm. Penitential psalm is where the psalm writer is asking for forgiveness or confessing sin. And if you want to look at other penitential psalms, they're in six. 25, 32, 38, 130, and 143. This one, Psalm 51, is... most popular because it's tied to a very well-known incident that david was involved in back in second samuel so you remember when david was supposed to be off to war he was the king but he stayed home and he looked out and saw this woman bathing her name was bathsheba he had her brought to him he committed adultery with her and then to try to cover it up he had her husband a valiant soldier in his own army killed that was uriah and he was trying to cover everything up that he had done wrong, but Nathan, the prophet, came to David and basically accused him of sin. That's in 2 Samuel 12, verses 1 through 14. Nathan tells a little bit of a parable, a little bit of a story, and then says to David, you are the man. You're the one who committed the sin, and you need to repent before the Lord. Well, David... Credit to David, even though what he did was terrible and he was definitely guilty. His response was to write this psalm, Psalm 51. So let's read it and then we'll say more about it later. You will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in your right sacrifices, in burnt offerings, and in whole burnt offerings then bowls will be offered on your altar. So here we see David with a very contrite and genuinely sorrowful heart. And this is a good thing. In fact, even though he was under the old covenant, and there's this Levitical system set up whereby you made sacrifices to atone for your sin, uh, it's clear that God's not interested in just sacrifices for the sake of sacrifices. He wants sacrifices from people who have penitent hearts, whose hearts are broken and contrite, whose spirit is broken, as David says in verse 17. Of course, in the new covenant, we're no longer making sacrifices because Jesus Christ was the final and the sufficient sacrifice. All the Old Testament, Old Covenant sacrifices were never really enough because they they weren't perfect enough and they didn't fix the problem well enough. But when God sent the, the God-man, his only son, Jesus, to the earth to die, to rise again, that final sacrifice sacrifice. sacrifice sealed the deal so that anybody who puts their faith and trust in Christ can have their sin removed as David was asking God to do for him. There are a few things in here. One thing I want to mention is David is referred to in scripture as a man after God's own heart. He was the standard bearer for a king, the best king that Israel ever had, although he failed miserably in that deal with Bathsheba and Uriah. He sinned in other ways as well. He was far from perfect, but he was nonetheless a man after God's own heart. One thing, if we want to be men and women after God's own heart that I think is going to be important is that when we sin, when we are confronted with our sin, like David was by Nathan, when the Holy Spirit can fixus of our sin Do we quickly get to a place of being penitent? Do we quickly get to a place of being sorrowful and humble and contrite in our hearts before the Lord? Friends, every one of us is guilty, and I can tell you that sometimes in this new covenant where we live by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, this is great news, this is the gospel, but sometimes this message of the gospel is is presented in such a way that I have been guilty of taking God's grace you know, kind of cheaply, we call it cheap grace. Like, oh, yeah, I sinned, but Jesus died for my sin. I can be forgiven. And we just kind of move on. It's a good idea for us on a regular basis, from time to time, to be penitent, to be sorrowful, to dwell on the sin that we've committed and to confess that before the Lord. And maybe even this psalm is a helpful way for you to do that as you go through this psalm and think about your own sin, putting yourself in David's place. There's a couple key things in here that we want to point out. Verse five makes it clear. It says, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me? This isn't suggesting that his specific mother was sinful in the act of conception. It is saying that David was born into sin from conception. It's even making the case that even a, a fetus, a baby that has just been conceived, a zygote, from the time of conception, there is a moral. Responsibility that this person that's growing in his mother womb has, and that moral responsibility is deficient before God. We are born into sin; the sin of Adam has cascaded down through the generations, and it has poisoned every one of us. Lest any of us think that we somehow can earn God's favor or love or salvation because we're just good people, we aren't. Of course, the section in verses 10 through 12: Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. Cast me not away from Your presence, and take not Your holy spirit from me. A great Christian song has been written about that. I'll link it in the notes. Lord, thank you for this psalm. Thank you for reminding us by David's example that we should be sorrowful for sin. And Lord, thank you for ultimately bringing Jesus Christ to be the final perfect sacrifice so that we don't have to go through all these sacrifices of bulls and setting up altars, but we can just put our faith and trust in Christ and have our sin removed from us as far as the east is from the west. Thank you so much. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.